This is a Space Wizards Tavern production. Last time on Wild Space. The dredgers kill, still kidnap, do whatever they like to newcomers of the hidden gem. That's how they survive. Lately, though, Victoria's starting to become too bold, planning jobs, heists, in sloppy fashion. Victoria Cole. Okay, uh, she's uh, she's as good as kidnapped or dead or interrogated or congratulated. What, whatever you want us to do, frankly. Do you not have a conscience in your resplendent robes? No, oh, my conscience is like three stacks deep at a table upstairs before I got kidnapped and sent down here. And then, lo and behold, there it is. Uh, you see several goons standing out front. I stop quickly, reach into my pocket, and pull out my physician's ID. Dr. Kron Colto here. This is official business. We are here to see one Victoria Cole for routine tests. This is my assistant here, Dr. Sawyer. Did you know they were coming? I didn't know. She's not going to be happy. We haven't had a check down here in years. Years. As we're walking in, I, I tap Sawyer Jack's very, very uh, quietly so nobody will see with just my elbow, and I kind of give him like a, <laughs> can't believe I pulled that one off. He pulls out the Nova Crystal, and he sets the Nova Crystal on the desk. Without even breaking a sweat, she looks down at the gym. 2,000 credits. Ma'am, you make it a cool 3,000 credits, and we're out the door, and you are up a fat crystal. 3,500 credits. Give it to them. Go. Nice doing business with you. Wow. Wow. I can't believe that actually worked, that you negotiated a person under validity mist, but here we are, and so we need to get out of here now. Uh, The dredgers, and you hear some kind of yelling, and they're pointing to you. As they point to you, a massive explosion erupts from the Dredgers Corporation, just splits the building in half. You see the flames shooting up through those gas canisters, working their way up to the top of what you you assume is the ceiling of it, where you're at. Uh, Large sections of, of the cave immediately start to crumble from the top. And just with just one large rumble, you see a very large chunk from where the the, yeah, the gas lines went just start to fall slowly, but very surely directly on top of the entire Rogers Corporation building. I think I think we done killed her. <laughs> <laughs> this is not good. We gotta go. <laughs> okay, so as we're as we're running up the uh, the lower radials up the ramp uh, for the lower radials, is there any type of? Um, I, I, I assume we're being pursued. Um, you are at this point. There's so much dust and soot, you know, from everything. You're not sure, but I'm gonna be honest. That was a pretty hefty blast that just went off and also flattened the building so I you know I can't really I would be shocked if you're being pursued but needless to say you're not sure okay you're not sure because you can't see back behind you okay very good then I I would just say we stay the course and start heading back up the spiral towards um, 
I don't think that we could go straight. I think we can give them straight up if we go straight into the casino. So I think we're going to have to find a place to, to hold out for at least a few minutes until the dust settles, pun intended. Sawyer, your thoughts? Uh, I agree. We need to we need to find a thing and say, uh, I, look, I don't... I, I assume there's guys coming up after us. Let's get into Primo's and see if we can ditch them. Let's go. Pull up your skirt. We got to run. Robes. They're resplendent robes. These That's are it. nice ones, too. Let's go. As you're running up the, uh, the for lack of a better word, large circu- uh, uh, cylindrical ramp, um, you are you don't see anyone coming from behind you, but you see a large group of uh, ellipse Sereno guards making their way down. Uh, their flashlights are looking everywhere, trying to r- r- see if there's anybody, ru- you know, like any kind of perpetrators running. Um, it's at least uh, three wide, six deep. Okay, can you remind, and we're coming toward them. What would the distance be, you would say, that we are towards them? Right now, you are probably a cool 50 yards away when you see them. It's like, it's kind of like when you come down... Um, uh, stairs and a back out, uh, back uh, hall, like a hotel kind of thing, or the stack stairs. I don't know the names of those kind of stairs. And you just kind of go down. You see, you don't see them until they turn a corner. That's kind of where you're at right now. So about fifty okay. yards out, um, and uh, you they're they're coming. They're looking for someone, the perpetrator. Okay, so two people running out of that mess is probably going to be slightly suspicious, and what they call <laughs> law enforcement is a clue. It's a clue. Okay. So as as uh, as Dr. Kronkolto is running up, he does feel like uh, in his cloak, his cloak has a pocket, and there's something like smacking up against his hip as he's running, and he realizes, oh my gosh, I have the copied entity per, uh, protector, the CEP, in my pocket. So would you remind, just remind me, or remind the listeners of what exactly the use is of that? I know it creates a holographic copy of the user, but is there is there anything else that, that I could potentially use as a distraction with that thing? I'm pretty good with computers, so. It's, it's uh, pretty much just as you said. It's a single use. It's going to project you, holo project you for some kind of duration. You're not sure how long it could be because he never told you. (laughs) Uh, But it's going to just show you and it'll show you standing there, you know. Okay. Does it have any type of audio? You are not sure. Okay. So I am going to to take a chance here and I'm going to pull out that puck. I'm going to guide Sawyer Jex to the left side of the radials as we're working our way up. And I'm going to throw the, activate the puck first and then throw it to the right because I want us going in one direction and I want their attention going in the other, in the direction of the puck. So if you can picture that, we're going to the left of the radials that we're running up and I'm throwing the puck to the right, to the outer side of the radials. Would you like me to do any type of roll for the, for the, for the puck hucking? Let's do athletics. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> let's do that got dirty let's do athletics with a um two difficulty i think you okay yeah yeah i think okay. he should get a boost here right i'm i'm gonna uh, okay i'm gonna argue for a boost just because we're on the run it's dark 
And it's not that hard of a motion to just pull something out. I'm already right-handed. It's in my right pocket. I'm gonna pull it out and right-hand it. It's just a toss to the right. So I don't know how athletic I really have to be in order to pull, in order to depress a button on the thing and throw it to the right. Do you think he's buying it, Sonny? Uh, tag in your co-counsel on this one. I just want to be, I just want to let you know, be, to be very clear. There is no cover or anything. It's a guardrail leading up the, the spiral, which is, you know, that of the, the radials. To the, to the right side this is where the cover is. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. You're saying that the houses have nooks and crannies to hide in, and the guardrail is not the place that we want to try to, to rip up the uh, the ramp. Okay. I have a plan. <laughs> He's I got a plan. I have a here's, plan. Here's the argument that, that I would make as co-counsel here. You were a guard on the top level of a casino town, Okay. And all of a sudden, a massive explosion happens. You probably have not seen action like this your entire life. Not only that, but if an entire section of the underground fell on a building, you have to think that it is just rocketing smoke and debris and dust upwards in this section. So you have freaked out guards running down towards danger they probably are just wondering how many more days before their pension is supposed to come (laughs) up and on top of that you have all of this stuff coming up they're screaming there's yelling there could be fire and he's just gonna throw this puck so i think he should at least get a small boost out of this Mm. all right go ahead i'll give you that boost i get a boost i was gonna give it to you anyway but yeah go ahead (laughs) Nice <laughs> job, son. <laughs> well, you burned our light side. Po- I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so so here we go. Uh, my proficiency against the boost and two difficulty. Here we go. Oh, oh thank God. Yes. Oh, thank Clutch. God. Flush oh, roll. Okay. Um, I don't want to take over the GM roll, but can I tell you what I wanted to do? Yeah. Okay. Uh, one success, three advantages is is what the role came out to, and this is how I want to do it. I want, since we're all the way up against the left side, I'm throwing the puck in a toss up against the right side where the, where the, uh, the housing uh, area is. I've activated the puck, and it should project me, a copy of me and what I'm doing. So what I want to do is I've toss the puck and as it's activating I yell at the guards and I say he's the guy he just he just blew up a building and as they divert their attention to my hologram I pull my blaster and point it directly to the left but if you're the hologram it's pointing directly at the guards what would any police officer do in that situation? That is well played, and that was so well put together. I'm going to give you every single bit of that. Yes! That oh, it's beautiful. Just spectacular yes. work. Until I use this dark side point. I'm just kidding. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was really well done. Good job. All right, so you throw Thank that you. puck down. Essentially, you draw down on the guards. The guards immediately draw on your hologram. Or, or holo- uh, yeah, your hologram, not realizing what's going on. And, you know, you thought that the hologram uh, was just going to stand there. You really weren't sure what it was going to do. You realize as you threw it down that it mimicked your movements. 
That's the reason you were able to put all this together very quickly. And for someone who worked in the Empire as long as you have, getting yourself out of tight situations for all your anxieties, you've become very good at it. But it has to be very much on the fly because that's how you operated in the Empire. So you throw that down. Everything goes according to plan. They draw down on themselves. I mean, it's a full situation now. They're all their attention. They have now arrived at your location. They are all. They are full on looking over to. It would be uh, your. Um, they are off, off to your right, looking at the wall. They're not even paying attention to you. So at this point, you can continue to huff it up the uh, up the radials if you'd like. Okay, and knowing that. Um that that hologram is probably going to continue to mimic what, what I'm doing. They might see me like running a place, so we need to book it. We need to go because they're going to figure this out pretty damn quick, especially before one of them tries to shoot them or tackle the hologram. <laughs> it's a fake! It's a fake! As you are running, <laughs> you see some kind of vehicle that you have not seen. It's too wide to leave any room for you to get around it. You cannot jump over it. It's it's think of like a SWAT van, like but it's Star Wars style, a little bit more elongated looking, very wide, not very tall. Kind of imagine the SWAT van if someone was to take the top right and left corner and just pull on it and just kind of pull it back and make it a little bit slender looking. It's a little bit more what this aesthetic is. So the guards are down below you, but you see this thing coming down and it's got high beams. I mean, bright high beams. There is no way you are getting around this thing. You have the guardrail to your left. Uh, it appears to be some kind of housing slash uh, cave formation, like rock formation off to your right. What do you do? We've already passed the guards. What's our distance from the guards and our distance from the vehicle in front? You are now a cool 30 yards um, above the uh, the guards at this point, the, the little group there, squad. Uh, you're working your way up, so you're about 30 yards up ahead. And you see the lights. You actually see the lights before you see it as it's making its okay. rounds down. But you're seeing extremely bright high beams. I mean, this is this is meant to uh, find whatever it's looking for kind of high beams. Are the high beams on us at this point? They are not, but they are turning. And you, um, they are like making their way down like a circular stair set. And it's, it's inevitably these lights are coming to you. I want to try. Okay. I think we should try to hang off the other side of the guardrail. We have to do something to just try at any cost to get uh, outside of this uh, this path here. And those guys are going to be focused on the road. They're probably not going to be noticing if we're hanging off the other side of the guardrail. Until they see, like, a whole bunch of white, two rows of white knuckles. <laughs> 20 fingers <laughs> okay. hanging off. <laughs> so that guardrail, there is there is not, that's not a wall. If the guardrail just goes down straight down into the into the cavern straight down and you have no idea how okay. far down so our other option uh sunny what i was thinking is that uh is doing a perception check to, to take a look and see if there's any place that we could duck into like if we could just try and blast or, or not blast like kick our way into a door or something one of these little hovels and hide in one of the houses you could uh we could do a perception check if you'd like, but I mean, maybe it will help us to because I like you definitely certainly have an option. I like that, but let's just see if there's any if we get lucky here with any other uh, options available to us because we're sure. stuck. I can't use can't use the road, so 
So do you want us we, both to do it, or who do you want to do it? Uh, who? It doesn't matter. You you guys pick who wants to make the roll. Go ahead and roll for a cash. Uh, two difficulty. Okay. Two difficulty. Okay. One success, two threats. Okay, so you very easily can tell uh, that this is not something that you're going to be easily able to hide from. As it's starting to turn, you do see it. It does cover. It's not, it's clear. The way it looks, it's not meant to be down here. It's wider than a normal vehicle should be driving down the radials. Uh, it almost is the the width between the house and the guardrail, that kind of width. Um, it almost looks like it's some kind of mining vehicle. But that said, uh, <laughs> it sounds pretty ominous, and there's no way that you're getting around or out of this situation. Now, however, off to your right, you notice something very out of place. It looks like a part of the cave, but... Uh, you kind of see some kind of glint, uh, and it's a, it's like this in between sections of housing. Um, it, it's almost like a like a like a five to six foot gap there between the housing area, and something kind of glimmers off over in the distance to your right, like squirrel. That yeah. <laughs> okay, Sonny. Like I don't. I like your rail plan, but. Would you be upset, like, if I grabbed your resplendent robes and just, like, pulled you with me? I mean, if that's the way you're going to roll, then, yeah, maybe maybe as you're pulling me uh, that way, I'll, <laughs> I'm yelling, I got this great idea, we're going to hang off the ledge? Where we go? Why are we going? This is the ledge over there. That's what we're going to do. We're going to hang off. And as you're pointing, I just grab your robe and just like yank you by the by the scruff of the neck of your robes. And we haul butt toward the opening in the alleyway. Okay. So as you guys do that, you recognize that you are met with something that's very out of place. Not supposed to be here. It looks like some Durasteel doors, um, but they do not match the area that you're at. There is a keypad on the front, okay? Um, you're kind of able to see it, you know, as you kind of move some rocks aside, etc. Something that's, you know, stuff that's kind of fallen in, in the wayside, or maybe that was meant to hide it. You're not really sure which, but you do see it looks like some kind of keypad on the outside. Oh, God. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> was I supposed to remember a key code from something <laughs> earlier? I'm looking now. I don't see any notes. I know, I'm looking through my notes here. I'm like, oh God, what do I got here? We got founding celebration. Uh, fertile planet. Number uh, of credits I had. Wolf. Founding <laughs> celebration. Um, is there, um, is there, look like there's any type of, of receiver that could receive a, um, any wiring for me to type in to, or to connect in with my data pad? Um, it's, yeah, no, it's actually just numbers. It's a number pad. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine. Okay. So what you're saying is there's no alleyway. It's a door. It's some kind of door. Yeah. But it, it's, okay. let me, it, it, you, you weren't wrong to think that it's some kind of like in between the housing between two like housing yeah. units. It looks like there was some kind of recess that back, back there, um, that kind of, uh, Oh gosh, it almost looks like it's just kind of like a like some kind of cove-esque area kind of thing. Very, very small. Um, it looks like it could have been jostled around because of the explosion. You're not really sure, but it, it 
clearly feels like some kind of recess, like some kind of hidden area that wasn't meant to be shown. Okay, but it's blocked by a Durasteel door. Which has a keypad. Damage. And is damaged. Uh, the Durasteel door is not damaged. Uh, the keypad, however, it looks a little rough, but it's working. Is there any indication of what keys would have been pressed? Like, are any of the keys worn down? Let's do a check on that. Okay. This is a skullduggery check. This is... This is me uh, knowing in the underground how to read locks as potential ways to get through them. Okay, I'll give you that. Uh, let's do two difficulty. I have rolled zero successes, but I do have an advantage. You do have an advantage. Um, okay. Wow. How am I going to do this? Okay. So, there's a lot of dust that's kind of settling. Uh, you don't see any indentations uh, as far as, like, major dirt spots or anything like it looks relatively relatively clean uh but what you do notice is dust starting to fall and it could have been dislodged from uh it could just be because you're under in a pretty much a giant cave system or it could be from the explosion you're not sure but it starts to uh fall quite um heavily uh, around your your particular area which was just a uh, you would assume just opened up with the uh, large explosion. The dust starts to settle on the keypad. And you kind of notice it kind of has a pattern. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, okay. <laughs> um, does the pattern give us any clues as to how we can potentially open this? I don't have any tools for this. Right? Like, I've got in my possession uh, a bunch of stuff that's not very useful for this. I don't think a cryo grenade is going to help us in tight quarters. Dr. Kronkolto pulls out his holdout blaster and fires at the keypad. The key kind of, you know, this electronic sound is kind of... And the door... The doors pop open. Oh my god! <laughs> what? <laughs> he just gave us a light side point. <laughs> You're a good GM. <laughs> You're nice. Gentlemen, you enter something that is completely different from everything you've seen on this planet so far. It's dark. It looks like it's some kind of lab. Dead plant life lines the area walls. Lifeless refrigerators are stacked on the walls. There's notes on the table, various scratches and languages you don't know. One sheet, however, has a word you do understand. Provite. Oh, no. <laughs> we are the luckiest two adventurers in the entire <laughs> galaxy. Dust covers all the instruments around you. A terminal station in the back of the room blinks with a green light. Oh my god. You gotta be kidding me here. This Person. is another Provite research lab. This has gotta be the Sith, Sith Alchemist. Hurry and shut the door. Yeah, I was gonna say, is there any way we can shut the door? Uh, the door does actually have a latch on the inside. Okay, so I go and activate that latch and close the door. The, the, the uh, lights kind of flicker on. You know, like that sound you would hear. Uh, very dimly lit. I, I want to do 
I want to do a perception check. I want to know what's in this room. Because the last time I didn't do a perception check and I felt like we missed a bunch of things. So the first thing I want to do is I want to take a hot second and I want to look around the room and see what's in this room. I'm going to go push the button. I know I'm going to push the button, but I want to take a look to make sure I don't forget anything that might be there. I also would like a perception check. Okay. Um, we'll start with Sunny. Sunny, go ahead. Uh, too difficult. There we go. Three successes, two threats. While the light does light the room very well, it doesn't light everything. Some of the corners are a little bit dark. And you can't tell if it's nerves to you or just the fact of walking away from a large explosion and highly kid being kidnapped full on out, you know, outside of your element. You're not sure if stuff is moving or not in the in the corners. It could just be your senses. You're you're not sure. However, what you do see uh, in the light around you, uh, it doesn't appear to be anything out of out of uh, out of the ordinary to an old to an old lab very old lab. This has not been touched in quite some time. In fact, some of the paper looks very brittle. Should I do my roll? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Two failures, two, oh, two Jesus. advantages. I get punched in the face. I can't see a thing. <laughs> I go blind. I I have a carbon sickness. What, what were you rolling for? Perception <laughs> for hibernation what? sickness. What? what were you rolling for? Perception for what? Because I'm also looking around the, the room. Same thing. But apparently... The dust is in my eye. Uh, you 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 can't really see much. Um, you're not sure if it's uh, the dust that was falling on you, but you you can't really see. Maybe it got in your eyes. Uh, you're just having trouble focusing. Um, and uh, however, you do have a clear path to uh, the rest of the room, though. So I don't trip on anything. <laughs> I don't see a I don't see a whole lot going on here uh, other than that button. I'm real tempted to go push that button. You want to push the button? Can we take a second to to just recognize the absolute pure luck that we've fallen upon a potential room of the person who may have occupied the damn Sith Lord might have been in this room. How is it that of every room (laughs) in the entire planet, we pick this one? Sawyer Jax, knowing that this is the life of a con man and a gambler, just gives him a winning smile and a shrug and his hands up like he's going like, Hey, (laughs) 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 this is how it works. (laughs) Dr. Kronkolto's eyes are just so wide and he's just in complete disbelief. Well, we might as well take a look. I'm going to push the button. And so I go over and I, I, I push the green flashy button. This is... What you hear? Ah, I see you've found your way to Ellipsis. Or more specifically, Sereno. The people here are proud and naturally arrogant, which makes them equally capable of turning their heads when someone donates a large sum of credits to their city. If you found this, then you found my private lab in the lower radials. Although this is one home that will never house a family, at least anyone's knowledge. By now I must assume you're clearly following me, or enthusiasts of my work. To that end, I must confess, I find both thoughts just as intriguing as the results of my recent experiments. Sereno has proven to be a valuable asset in my research. 
Sith alchemy and the blood of the Provite were not enough to power sustained life within a new host. Time and time again, testing proved I needed a nat natural energy source for the molecules to feed off of. Enter the Nova Crystal. Through the combination of Sith alchemy and the Provite blood, this crystal, when reduced to its basic molecular form, has proven to be a stable energy source and will now allow my hosts to re remain alive for an undisclosed amount of time. I believe this is the key. New entry. Though I have no reason to give you this information, I'm doing so out of respect for myself and my research. It's been five cycles since I first discovered the Nova Crystal's properties could generate enough energy to sustain my host. For all its greatness, I must say the Nova Crystal has proven to be less effective than my calculations originally estimated. My hosts seem to last for a five-year period, then I exchange it for a new one. An unfortunate and rather surprising turn of events is that with the combination of the Nova Crystal, I've encountered some unforeseen consequences. What gave me life is now proving to want to end, end it. Damn it all. I'll summarize this for your feeble minds. The energy of the Nova Crystal has somehow proven to be traceable by the Provite. I'm now being tracked, hunted. My very existence is now a beacon to those wretched creatures. I must quickly take my resources here and travel to... Playback failed. Wow. <laughs> okay. Holy cow. Okay, so... Sawyer so Jax is just wide-eyed looking at Dr. Colton and he goes, I sure would wish that we got the last bit of that message, but there's a lot in there. We did miss the last part of the message, but I had my data pad recording, so I got the entirety of that message if we need to hear it again. What in the heck is our luck? I still can't believe that this is the room we chose to hide in. You got to get over that. But I sure am glad you got that data pad because I was trying to scribble on my arm and I ran. I ran out of room and uh, it's not good. <laughs> the notes are not good. So you did a great thing with, by recording that. Uh, here's here's the bad news. Uh, we we got to figure out where he went, but we also got to get out of this room. I mean, pretty soon they're going to figure out that there's a blasted door uh, right around the spot where the, uh, you know, the, the hologram, probably they figured that thing out by now. Seems like, uh, I don't know. We got to scour this place and, and, and find something in a hurry. Dr. Kronkolto uh, hears everything the story Jack says, waits for him to finish, turns around, goes straight back to the door, and now he's he's surveilling uh, the outside area to see if the coast is going to be clear for them to move. Um, no, no, no. You, you keep looking out the door. I got a better idea. There probably isn't anything in this room, but you know what there is still that we need to go get? Is a Seth Holocron. That's oh. how we got to this planet in the first place. Right. We should go... <laughs> We should go there. We got to go check in with the guy that gave us the quest. He's yeah, got the quest Yeah, I totally reward. forgot about that. 
All right. He probably has a question mark above his head right now. <laughs> He's totally got it. He's got it. We finished the quest. <laughs> All right, boys. So um, I take it you leave. Is that the? Nope. Nope. No? Nope. We got some searching okay. to do. We we're are going to search. We're going to search the room. Now, there yes. may not be anything in this room, but we are not leaving this room without searching it. Okay. What would you like us to? Would you like any type of? Why don't you just give it to us? You should just give us everything that's in the room right now without any efforts. Oh man, how are we gonna do this? Okay, probably just perception. I, I guess. Yeah, let's just do perception again. Um, at this point, the f- the f- power is starting to flicker. Uh, like it's just, it's like uh, think of it being like on a battery, and that battery is very quickly. Um, dissipating. So the light in the room is fading out. Fair enough. What do you want for difficulty? Let's go with a three now. Zero successes. You see, you feel nothing. Um, (laughs) At this point, the lights have completely gone out, so now you're pitch black aside from the the light that's coming in from the door, the way the Durasteel door that you guys found on your way in. Um, the advantage is that is the only real piece of light that is coming in and it is illuminating a way out. Uh, uh, Dr. Coulter, remember how I said that I really wanted to search the scary, uh, Sith laboratory? Uh, I feel considerably different now that there's no light here. Uh, I'd rather just we leave, frankly. Okay, that's fine. I do have a data pad that, uh, have you, haven't you ever used your data pad to, like, find the key lock on a door or something? Let me light this thing up and I see what no, I can I see. I don't I don't want to be here anymore. This place is scary. There's cops coming for us. Can we just get back upstairs? We, we had to have done what we needed to do, right? Like, we did it all. In the back right corner, you hear a thud. It sounds like it was uh, maybe in the area, from, coming from the area that you couldn't necessarily th- see clearly, and you hear Oh boy. <laughs> Dr. Kron looks at Sawyer Jackson and says, That's a fucking <laughs> provide. We're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys hightail it out of there? Yes. Okay. Upon leaving, um, you guys are now not the only ones who are kind of stepping out from your home. It looks like just several concerned citizens and people. People are down below. Uh, the, the police or the uh, guards, the Sereno guards, are very far. You can't see them. Although there is a quick, obviously a lot of bustle. Like people are addressing um, something that has taken place. Like some kind of uh, emergency-esque kind of vibe. So you got people moving back and forth. People standing out of their homes. You completely blend in and are capable of walking up and out of those radios. We do that. <laughs> I, okay, so here's just, this is just a, like maybe just a GM point. I swear to God, if like the key to eternal life was in that room, <laughs> our friendship is gonna waver. <laughs> just throwing gonna waver. it out there. <laughs> so, yeah. oh. All right, so as you guys you kind of step into back up into Sereno, but the atmosphere is different. The music has has kind of stopped, and you're starting to hear what sounds like screams and blaster fire coming from the hangar bay, the docking bay where you guys landed initially. In fact, oh no! Now you back are absolutely sure of it as you get closer. Those large guns that you saw. Um, that were mounted, I said they were kind of out of place. It looked like they came off of something just didn't, like some kind of starship. They are now moving 
and looks like possibly tracking targets. Uh, and there is a, it's the docking bay, all hell is broken loose. There are gunshots everywhere. You can see from your location the galaxy, uh, the galaxy run with, and you don't see what's going on, but that back hatch is down and there is holy hell fire rain of bullets coming out the back end of it. <laughs> okay. I, I know, I know what you're looking at. Vecdugo's gone. Berserk, it's fine. We're just going to let him do Vecdugo stuff. Uh, we've got to go get, we got to go back and, and meet Mr. Basque and get the Holocron. We can't leave without the Holocron. I'll tell you what, why don't you go for the Holocron, let him know what happened, let him know we were successful, and I'm going to go check on Vecdugo. That sounds great. I'll see you in like five. But before you can even make a decision to turn around, Sawyer, you are smacked in the chest uh, from behind you. It's like not like uh, like hit, but it's like you run it were to turn and run, and you hit a wall. You realize there is a line of guards that are pushing uh, into the docking bay, clearly to address some kind of large problem, some kind of fight that has broken out before you. You cannot go back at this point. Oh crap! <laughs> okay, so we're so. Can you explain where we're at? Because I'm thinking we're still on the runway going up. Sure. So from the radials. I'm sorry. You are you have I'm sorry. Yes. You so you have made your way up to the top of the radials. You have passed the bazaar. You are now at the choke point where you met Ziggs. Got it. Okay. And so we got a problem now. There's a line of guards in the choke point that are pushing us out into the docking bay. Yeah, like they have formed a wall, like a barrier to to <sighs> the city of Sereno. Man. Meanwhile, we got a problem. We got a problem. We don't have the we don't have the holocron. At this point, as you continue to scan the area, you realize there's blaster fire not just just headed at the galaxy run. There's blaster fire bolts going every which way as if coming from various ships. You don't know what's transpired. But still, you see a large amount of gunfire extending from the back end of your ship. Okay. We can't we can't go after a holocron when Beck do go it is in need of help. We gotta go. We gotta go to the galaxy run right now. Well you're gonna have to tell me. Cause I Oh my plan I is to I thought I just did, Sonny! <laughs> I I grab a hold of you. I can clearly see, like, you're, you're, like, trying to make a hole. You're trying to get through these freaking guards that are way bigger than you are. I just grab you and turn you towards me, and I'm holding you by your robes and your arms, and you're facing me, and our faces are literally six inches apart, and say, we gotta go now! <laughs> and I just push you in the direction of the galaxy run, and my hand's behind you like you're my freaking lead blocker, and we're headed toward the galaxy run. All right. There's so much blaster fire that at this point, uh, Sawyer, it, we're just doing the like the two person sort of crouched running thing to just try to make it through Normandy <laughs> to get to some sort of cover at the Galaxy Run, uh, and we're we're just gonna we're gonna beeline it right there and see if we can't survive. Give me an athletics check. Oh, oh dear lord, boy, you picked the this wrong is, two yeah, dudes to do that. Really. 
He's going to trip on his robes. I'm going to I'm going to trip on a on an IV needle. How many difficulty? Let's go with two difficulty. Oh my god. This is there's it's like mathematically impossible here. Okay, which direction is everybody I, I running? I somehow won and got zero successes and a threat. All right, what's I was gonna try to to uh, uh, argue for an advantage here just by try. Maybe there was somebody running in front of us that we drafted. There's nobody on the front line. Oh my God, you got a success. Oh, you got a success. More athletic than me. All right, so one success, two advantages for the big tall Smurf. All right, so the lead blocker uh, thing is really working for you uh, because without issue, it says, "Oh, uh, Doctor Colto is just skirting past the bullets." Unfortunately, Sawyer Jax takes one and the lower thigh. Um, oh, ouch. So we're going to reduce your um, your. Let's give you uh, two wound on that. But you are still capable, fully capable of continuing your move towards the galaxy's uh, galaxy's edge. Wow, listen to me. You know where I've been studying lately? Galaxy run. So as you uh, as you are running up, the sounds of blaster fire are coming from every which way, and you start to hear as you get to the galaxy run. You start to realize why there was such a steady form of blaster fire coming out of the back end of the ramp that leads up. As you turn the corner, you see Vac Dugo, cigar in mouth, helmet somewhere, just yelling and firing a plasma cannon, a Gatling gun, (laughs) screaming. He sees you both, and without hesitation, the corporations found us, boys. Here, we got this dropped off. And he chalks some kind of black box at I knew Sawyer it. Jacks. And he's firing. He goes, we gotta go now. And he just keeps firing. He's just firing. And the gun's starting to overheat. So uh, I'm, by this time, Sawyer Jax is, is behind me because he, he took one in, in the limb. So I'm, uh, I'm trying to pull him up. And as we go by, I just, I slap Vec Dugo on the back and say, give him hell, buddy. <laughs> and we go right past you. I, uh, I see, I see the box. I kick the box back into the galaxy run. And I usher, <laughs> and I'm ushering. Uh, Sawyer jacks down to the uh, to the pilot seat, and at the same time as he sits down, I am starting to get out my um, my uh, medical kit so I can treat his wound. <laughs> Sawyer, Sawyer at this point is uh, only focused on his leg. <laughs> he's, he's been shot. It's all all witticisms and everything else have gone out of the way, and he's just like. He's kind of just looking at his leg, and he's been pushed into the into the galaxy run, and he he's not even really looking at the controls of the of the ship. He's just kind of like, ah, oh, my ah, oh, I got shot! I got shot! <laughs> Gronkolto says, "I got you, Boo. You just fly!" Vec screams from the back, "I'm running out, boys!" Sawyer Jex takes, uh, he, he gets a minute uh, of clarity there when he looks up after Vec Dugo, or pardon me, after Kron uh, Colto jabs him in the leg with something. And uh, he just immediately perks up and he slaps the button to raise the ramp off of the galaxy run. 
and he says, "Hang on." <laughs> At that notion, uh, those guns, they the the large guns, they start to turn. At this point, and uh, they look at the galaxy run. They're basically scanning the ship, taking off, uh, and they fire. When they fire, it goes past you. It clearly was not meant for you and hits a ship next to you. So explosion rocks the galaxy run. You guys are fully capable at this point. You punch it and you get the heck out of Sereno. You are on your way into the sky and into the space. You are done with ellipsis. Ellipsis may be over, but the whole story isn't over just yet. Tune in next time to see what the boys get themselves into, right here on Wild Space. Oh, hello! I'm IR8, and thank you for tuning in to Wild Space. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell your friends, consider subscribing, and leave us a review. Visit us on Twitter and Instagram at Wildspace Corp to stay updated. For all of our content, find us on the Holonet at wildspacecorp.com. Email your transmissions to wildspacecorp at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 202-743-6120. Thank you, and see you next time on Wildspace.